Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Everybody, welcome to a fresh week of sports talk here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. My name is Rick Tittle. Happy Monday to you. Is it Monday? I guess it is because yesterday was Easter. Happy Easter to those of you who celebrate it. So we have Passover for our Jewish friends. We have Easter for our Christian friends. Uh, if you're a religious or you're a different religion, hopefully. You got some candy out of it. One way or another, we're here for you, America, as we talk about football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, about chess, checkers, rugby, cricket, that type of stuff. And let's do it together at the toll-free line. Yes, you may participate, and I would love your participation. I'm sitting here in my house, girl, so I'm not in the studio. I mean, you try to take the little blessings you can during these shelter-in-place type of things, which is a little bit dramatic. Shelter-in-place sounds like... We're in some sort of wooden hovel with Ted Kaczynski. We are, for the most part, in our houses, but um, don't have to commute to San Francisco. How cool is that? <laughs> you know, growing up in the East Bay, I'd look out in San Francisco, and my childhood home had these great views, and I thought San Francisco was this magical place, and I would go there on my birthday, and we'd go to Chinatown and buy firecrackers, and can't do that anymore. Um, or go to the theater or a cool restaurant or ride the cable cars. Well, if you work there every day for over 30 years, it kind of sucks the magic out of it. But it's a great town. <laughs> but I don't have to go there anymore. I'm in my house. So let's talk sports. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Ryan Steelberg from DraftClips.com is going to join us after a quick break. My old friend Dale Tafoya, he's put out a new book. I used to go on his podcast back in the day when podcasts were a brand new thing called Billy Ball. And then we'll talk to another book about baseball, uh, Eric Longenhagen of Fangraphs. He's written a book called Future Value. Other than that, the lines are wide open. Big shout out to our troops keeping us safe on American forces. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851 We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right. Thank you so much, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. You know, during the draft, and I'm a huge draft guy. I love the draft, and this is going to be our first virtual draft. It will actually take place, but we're just going to watch it from uh, different little webcams and such things. But I don't know about you. Whenever my team, the Raiders, draft somebody outside of a huge, huge college star, I don't really have a lot 
of knowledge about the guy outside of maybe a magazine or two. Well, now you can go to a brand new website called draftclips.com, which is from Veritone. And joining us right now is the president and co-founder of Veritone, Ryan Steelberg. Ryan, welcome to the show. So what you have here is the kind of access that the NFL scouts have. What was the genesis behind this? Well, it's great to be on the show. Thanks a lot. Um, actually, you know, the business, we've been licensing this content to different media outlets, primarily on, you know, for editorial purposes um, and, and I'll say custom production work for, for years. Um, you know, Baritone exclusively licenses a lot of this footage. Um, we represent the NCAA, um, the college football playoffs, several of the conferences. And sort of over the last several weeks, <clears throat> with the, obviously the, the huge gap in sports programming, we went to our partners, who obviously are very, um, at times, protective, rightfully so, of their content assets, and said, how about we do something really interesting and new? Let's open up the vault of these content assets, and let's make a direct consumer, completely free front end to this, to let consumers come in and you know, research, um, search for, view, you know, over 30,000 unique clips of, of what we felt and just pulling, you know, pulling from different polls and different lists out there, the top NFL prospects, and just provide them with a ton of HD quality video content that they can consume at their leisure and, and do some research at the same time. So we're, we're really excited about it. We're obviously thankful that our content partners acquiesced to let us to do this. And uh, the demand, I mean, the feedback has been overwhelming inclusive of a lot of things that people want us to improve upon. So we're really excited about the launch. Well, that's another thing, too. I remember when um, the Raiders drafted this outside linebacker from San Diego State named Miles Burris. So I went online to YouTube, and some Aztecs fan put together painstakingly, like, all his sacks and great plays. And that's basically the way it was. It was the same for Latavius Murray from Central Florida. He wasn't even at the Combine. There was some UCF fan that did it. And so without that, I would have no highlights. So you're saying now I don't have to fish through all this and hope that there's some industrious student that's going to do this. You got us covered now. That's correct. And you know, part of it is using AI. It's made it a lot easier. You know, that, now that we have so much of this content, you know, already indexed in the cloud, we can use AI to sift through that to find the, all those clips that have, you know, those individuals' faces on them. Um, anecdotally, just because you brought it up, the outside linebacker opposite Burris was actually Logan Ketchum, who works at Veritone. Oh, <laughs> so wow. I thought I'd just give my, <laughs> give my, give my uh, colleague a little plug there. But that's the vision, right, is there's all this infinite array of content. Um, we have now the, you know, the technical tool, tools, the cognitive you know, tools of AI to sift through that quickly. So we do offer this tool, in the, and we have about 12 NFL teams that have been using a lot of the, um, this, this a version of this front end for their own research for a few years now, um, but, we, but that is the vision, is opening up. And I'm going to add one more thing to that is, at some point we want to open this up and let each athlete take over their own account. So in effect, it's wow. like claiming a Twitter account, where then it will be pre-populated with a lot of the footage that we have from a professional perspective, but we want them to be able to open up because right now, as you know, they point to they share a bunch of links on YouTube and to your point, doing kind of a hodgepodge ad hoc compilation. We want a single portal for, with that includes professional copyrighted content, but allows the individual you know, to upload their family photos, 
um, if they want to do a podcast to show off their leadership skills and be able to do an interview, whatever they can imagine that they think is going to help that, you know, collegiate athlete or even the prep athlete, you know, present a, a better offering of, of, you know, the colleges that are looking at them or ultimately the NFL pro teams. I mean, that's how I think of draft clips as kind of the, the beginning of what we feel is going to be a, an interesting journey for, for kind of the next generation content aggregation. You can help them scrub their social media, too, as every prospect knows, to delete everything they've ever tweeted when they were 14. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. We're speaking with Ryan Steelberg of DraftClips.com. You mentioned the AI, and you have AIware that you have developed. And I'm you know, a big video game fan, and I think about graphics engines like the Unreal Engine or the Frostbite Engine. It's very rare for somebody, uh, a, co- a company, to go out there and do their own AI. That must be very exciting for you guys. It is. It's, you know, we, you know, the draft clips is kind of a one-off project we did, but, you know, our core business, we license, you know, those same tools and, and AI models that we use to index and find all those clips for draft clips. We use a, a, a okay, a professional grade version of that, that we license directly to media companies. So, you know, ESPN has been a longstanding customer for three years where we ingest all of their audio and video content and we use AI to index it. Um, almost every radio station, you know, all of iHeart, all of Intercom, <clears throat> Sony Pictures, Amblin Studios. So we have about 2,000 media and entertainment customers that use our AI to do that. You know, it's been and it's been tough. I mean, the AI has improved a ton, thankfully. You know, and and it's gotten better. But I think ultimately we're we're trying to make it not just replace humans, which is kind of the the mystical fear of AI. But there's just so much information out there that without, you know, AI, it's almost nearly impossible to index, sift through, and analyze. So that we, 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 we're, we're excited about it, and Draft Clips is kind of little, little, you know, you know, insight into what AIware is and what our AI technology can do. Just went to DraftClips.com, clicked on Jordan Love, and there are 11 highlights right there. So the question is, what is the, the revenue model for you, may I ask? Sure. So this piece, we do have an initial sponsor for draft clips. Um, and to be clear, you know, this is the purpose of this asset, you know, this offering is not to generate revenue from draftclips.com um, directly um, as of today. We want it to be a completely frictionless service. You don't even have to register as you see. Um, and and, and that, that was done very specifically. But we also want to show off because we do license this content professionally to thousands of different media outlets and production houses around the world. And we look at this as a phenomenal marketing opportunity for us to put this in front of people to give them kind of a little theater of the mind of what is possible with content. And, and that's really the primary purpose is to create this as a showcase of some of the licensable assets that we have um, to, to perspe- perspective um, media partners. In addition to a lot of sports content, you know, we're the exclusive party that represents all of CBS News's content, going back to the landing on the moon, um, we have, you know, tons of CNN content, um, so we have all the masters content. So we have about 35 primary large media um, uh, content repository partners, and, and, you know, so we wanted to, you know, use this as sort of a, a showpiece for those prospective buyers. The thing where I'm really going to use your um, dropclips.com is like as I scroll through, let's just say the quarterbacks, and on the back end you've got Nate Stanley, Stephen Montez, Cole McDonald, Bryce Perkins. I don't have highlights on these guys. And so let's say in the sixth or seventh round, you pick up a Stephen Montez, uh, you know, from the buffs and you're like, I, I got to see the clips of this. 
now it's one-stop shopping. I don't have to fish through this. So you mentioned yourself, Ryan, just one last question for you about feedback. And if anything starts off, you're going to hear from the fans and customers saying, loved this, more of that, and a little bit less of that, or this was easy, or this was clunky. So being brand new, have you? <laughs> what's the feed le- feedback been like? It, so yeah, it, <clears throat> most of the feedback has been, I'd say, from the professional ranks, which is, you know, a, a little overwhelming but exciting. Um, where these are real, you know, journalists and and others who are following the draft and have their own mock drafts, and they're looking to put out information on their own. So most of it, obviously, is data, data, data. They want to be able to, you know, slice and dice and gain gain access to this footage from really any perspective. Um, so such as, you know, we already have a quest of they would love to, to know what the down and distance is for each one of these highlights for the quarterbacks, right, in their, in their decision-making process. Um, they want a lot more content, um, more and more and more content. But, but more and more content, um, you know, obviously we want to make sure that we have the right data to support or substantiate that, in, that, that additional content. So that's mostly it. Um, you know, they really, in, in, when they sort of been teased with this, they want literally every athlete they can imagine to be part of the index. Um, that's a big one, but also I would just say it's mostly more information about the play that they're looking at so they can have a better evaluation of the talent. Well, I can tell you, I've already favorited this site and I'm going to be using it. So when somebody asks me about Darnay Holmes out of UCLA, (laughs) I'll be able to immediately go right there and see some highlights with him. We have been speaking with Ryan Steelberg and I want to let everybody know that Veritone has a brand new site draftclips.com. If you are a football fan like myself, you will absolutely love this. Ryan, thanks so much for your time. Congratulations, and uh, have fun at the draft, man. Thank you much. Bye. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. I'm Sports Byline. Let's talk some sports. 1-800-878-PLAY. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. 
Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 Four two six twenty three zero one. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Well, 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 thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. And lines are open. 1-800-878-7529. Dale Tafoya will join us in the next segment, author of a new book about Billy Ball. And uh, Billy Ball has nothing to do with Billy Bean. It's to do with Billy Martin, who uh, is an East Bay native himself. When I got this email, it said, stuck at home, General, this World War III strategy game will keep you entertained for weeks. Um, and I click World War III. When I click on it, it's got a picture of a game, kind of a screenshot, and it shows a map of North America. And Red China has um, taken over the entire West Coast, in fact, all the way to the Rocky Mountains, running up through Canada. So they're in Vancouver and British Columbia and it shows the response, the U.S. with a stealth bomber. And then it has like five divisions of Canadian infantry and four armored Canadian infantry units. First of all, Canada ain't helping. <laughs> I mean, they would help. But Tom Green, one of my favorite comedians, the pride of Ottawa, 
And he and John Doerr, another comedian, they both taught me that it's not Ottawa, it is Ottawa, that uh, <clears throat> he said my dad was in the Canadian Army. He drove the tank. It was a VW Bug with a shotgun welded on top. No offense to Canada. I know you guys were at Sword and Juno at D-Day and all that. And you, you're a tough bunch of guys, but this game, it's a little bit of skew, I would say. Progressive guest line. Get your quote on progressive.com today. 1-800-878-PLAY. Um, <clears throat> as you know, um, and this has to do with sports, so stick with me, but we're going to be having a choice uh, for president coming up here in the fall between two guys who were older than Reagan was when he left. you got to remember, Teddy Roosevelt was a former president at 50. These are some old dudes. Now, that doesn't mean that they're unqualified. <laughs> uh, yeah, they are. But anyway, um, someone from the sporting world kind of threw in yesterday on Easter Sunday that, you know, what the hell, maybe I'll be president. Why not? Was it Matt Olson? No, he's still a first baseman for the A's. It's Mark Cuban, the Dallas Mavericks owner, and, of course, he's also on the show uh, Shark Tank. And he was in some other TV stuff, whatever. But he was talking um, on Fox News with Chris Wallace, and he was asked about a potential run for the White House something that he previously said that he would not consider. But apparently he has shifted his stance and has opened the door for a late campaign. Now, <clears throat> there's, is there any way he could get the Democratic nomination at this point? And the, um, the answer is no, he's not going to get it. Is there any way that he could run as an independent? Well, many states have already passed the deadline on that. You would have had to have registered as an independent. Some states, not yet. Cuban said, I would never have considered it prior to a month ago, but now things are changing rapidly and dramatically. I'm not saying no, but it's something I'm, and it, but it's not something I'm actively pursuing. I'm just keeping the door open. You just don't know what can happen between now and November, end quote. Now, do you think, this is the question I have for you, my dear listeners. <clears throat> do you think it is refreshing that somebody can just say, ah, uh, maybe I'll run for president, and that they have the opportunity to just go ahead and get the name on the ballot and have the impetus to maybe get a um, successful campaign going or not? Or do you think it's horrifying that we live in a country where someone's like, Duh, I think I'll just run for president? <laughs> I think that it's um, it's always cool to – I mean, we're, it's supposed to be a citizen, right? The first non-elite that was president of the United States was, of course, Andrew Jackson, the hero of the Battle of New Orleans. And he was the one who at his inauguration said, the White House for, is for all the people. Open it up. By the time he walked his inauguration to the White House, it had been looted because everybody ran in there. And he's like, maybe I won't do that. You know, for over 100 years, you could walk right up to the White House front door and say, can I talk to the president? You could do that. Or you could say, I need you to sign for this Amazon package. And they was like, just leave it outside with the DoorDash. But Cuban is now 61 years old. 
and he has been an outspoken figurehead on a lot of social and political issues over the years, but especially in recent times. And he has been very critical about the current administration's handling of uh, economic issues, and um, especially now with the handling of the COVID-19 pandemic as well, and putting tweets out like, do your effing job, you only have one effing job. And if you think about his newfound interest in the Oval Office, he might be looking to consider leading the nation's recovery efforts. Now, here's the thing that's interesting is that Donald Trump is a failed businessman over and over and over again with bankruptcies. But, and he was, of course, born with a silver spoon in his mouth. But people said, well, I'm going to elect him because he's a good businessman. Okay, that's fine. Um, but Mark Cuban does not have failed casinos and failed universities and failed airlines, and he was not born with a silver spoon in his mouth. I, this is the thing that's crazy, too, is that we want a celebrity as our politicians now. That doesn't mean a celebrity is going to be bad, but it kind of started with Reagan, governor of California, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Donald Trump. Oh, the guy that's on TV? I tell the story time and time again at the Radio Row for the Super Bowl, Papa John got more attention than Jerry Rice and Joe Montana and Marcus Allen. People are fascinated with celebrity worldwide, but especially in this country. I mean, why do you think El Chapo agreed to meet Sean Penn and then the feds followed Sean Penn? He didn't know that's how we got El Chapo one time because he was going to meet with Sean. Why do you think Kim Jong-il wants to meet Dennis Rodman? People are fascinated with celebrities. And Mark Cuban now qualifies definitely as a celebrity who has a, I don't think you'd call it a reality TV show, but it's definitely a show with tinges of reality in it with, with Shark Tank. So, you, you know, you ask me, would I rather have a guy who is in his 70s who's been a career politician famous for plagiarizing JFK uh, and being a VP for eight years, or a guy in his 70s who was a celebrity uh, who became president with absolutely no experience, or I'd rather have a guy who, I put Cuban in my generation, you know, he's older than me, but I put him in my generation, I think we watch the same TV shows more or less, who has showed a remarkable business acumen. He started video.com by himself, you know, a former college rugby player and sold it for a billion dollars. And he's gone from strength to strength since then. Um, would you trust someone like that? And I would say I trust Mark Cuban more than I trust Trump or Biden. Now that's just me. I'm not telling you what to do. You, you'll decide on your own, but I'm almost kind of excited. And I don't care if he's in a damn party. You know, it's just, I think the days of parties is getting a bit antiquated. Uh, I don't, Rick, I'm a staunchly a blank, this or that. That's fine. I guess just for me, you know, it used to be more defined. Now I, I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. But I'm, in, I'm intrigued. I, I really am. And if I was presented with those three choices, I would vote for Mark Cuban. Just because I think he's smarter than the other two guys. I could give a damn what party anybody's with at this point. I just want somebody who's smart and who's not an idiot or who's not senile as well. So, I don't know. Uh, Mark Cuban, you're probably not going to run. It's probably too late. And both parties are going to try and shun you. 
But uh, I don't know. I think you got my vote, kid. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. Es wird nie was anderes geben. Diesem Land habe ich Treue geschworen. Bin geboren in der Pfalz. Ich lieb dich nun mal. Jeden Berg, jedes Tal. Heimatland, du mein schönes Pfälzerland. Die Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Are you a 1099 contractor, business owner, or self-employed? Then you need to hear this important message. Through the Coronavirus Relief Act, you may be entitled to an advance of up to $10,000. But if you are like most hardworking Americans, you don't have time to spend hours waiting on hold and digging through government paperwork. The good news is you don't have to. SBA Coach has already done all the heavy lifting for you. Text SBA to 55444 and our two-minute survey will tell you if you qualify. Then get you started on our simple and easy application. Funds are limited, so don't miss your chance. Text SBA to 55444 or visit sbaquick.com to get your free qualification survey. We are here to help you apply to the SBA, but we are not connected or endorsed by the federal government or SBA. Again, text SBA to 55444 or visit sbaquick.com and get in line for the funding you need. Tatum is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass. And the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. 
cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio? Oh, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast, around the world on American Forces Radio Network. And if you're in the military, I hope you had a happy Easter, Passover. If you're not religious, I hope you at least got a Cadbury egg or a peanut butter cup. It's uh, time to bring in our guest author, Dale Tafoya. He has a new book out. It's called Billy Ball, Billy Martin and the Resurrection of the Oakland A's, which just came out a couple weeks ago. Um, Dale, it's good to talk to you again, my friend. Uh, first of all, people should know that um, I used to be a guest on your podcast when podcasts were a brand new thing, Athletics After Dark. You, like myself, were lifelong fans of the A's, and um, it's, uh, it's a love affair that will never end, isn't it? Right, right. Great to be on the show, Rick. And I've been interviewing with these hosts that I don't know, kind of strangers to me. So it's great to be on with family today because I've, I've always supported you. You've always supported me. And you're right. My podcast, I started my first podcast. In, it was an AIDS podcast in 2010. Billy Bean was my first guest. And I don't know how many podcasts in the Bay Area uh, were going on back then, but it was great. And, yes, you and I did, uh, we got together and uh, – thought about the idea of doing a TNT show about the Oakland A's. So, yeah, awesome to be on your show, and thank you for all, all your support. Yeah, no, great stuff. And for people who don't know, they, they hear Billy Ball, and they think it has something to do with Billy Bean. But you and I remember, I, I, like this, in, in 1981, that summer, I uh, was coming off my you know junior year or senior, sophomore year in high school, I guess, and the A's were so exciting. They had Ricky Henderson, and just ever ever since Charlie Finley burned the dynasty to the ground, I mean, you'd have a whole homestand where you'd have 40,000 people for like an eight-game homestand or whatever. And this right. injection, this injection of a guy like, like Billy Martin, it just it turned the whole team and franchise around. Yeah, it did, and, uh, you know, this this, this – Billy Ball era has been kind of hanging around ace history, and some people, older people, remember it. Some younger people, it's kind of a mystery. And uh, you associate Ricky Henderson with Billy Ball, the aggressive band, uh, brand of baseball, the stealing home, the, the, the pitchers, the starting staff completing uh, all these complete games. But I was able to really just delve into the bowels of Oakland A's history to, to get the story. I didn't, I didn't go into this story, Rick, to do any studying about Billy Martin. Uh, I respected him as a manager and heard about him. But just to see the depth of this resurrection, where the A's were in 1979, Rick, they drew under 300, just under 307,000 fans, season attendance. They lost 108 games. The A's were on their way to Denver. The, there was a huge crisis uh, in Oakland. Uh, American League President League McVale, he wanted to take the life support um, off the Oakland A's. The A's were a crisis. And suddenly, Charlie Finley, who wanted to sell the team, hears that Billy Martin just got fired by the Yankees. Billy Martin just got into a fight uh, in Minnesota with a, a marsh, marshmallow salesman at a bar. So George <laughs> Steinbrenner fired him. Charlie Finley suddenly hires him in February of 1980. The A's finished that year in second place from 108 losses. He triples attendance, and by 1982, the A's are drawing 1.7 million and were Baseball America's Organization of the Year. And all six 
when Billy Martin inherited that 1988 team, all, all the whole Ace Farm system was bankrupt under under Finley. By the time he left, but also you have to remember the Haas family purchased the team in August of 1980, so they put some money behind the the machine, and then you had uh, Walter Jockety that came as the farm director. So it was a total resurrection starting. Uh, when Billy Martin finally hired Billy Martin on February 21st, 1980. It was, uh, it was a horrible time. And I remember the guy's name was Marvin Davis. He was the guy that was going to buy him and bring him to Denver. And as a Raider fan, that's just about the worst place on the face of the earth. I could think (laughs) of my team going. And, uh, you mentioned the Haas family, you know, Billy Martin, uh, or I should say, uh, Charlie Finley never had Oakland on anything. So the Haas family came in and put Oakland on all the uniforms, even the home uniforms. That was the old polyester V-neck pullovers. But that season, a strike season, we had an extra round of playoffs. We swept the Royals and then just got crushed by the Yankees. But, you know, you mentioned Billy Martin as a fiery guy. He's an East Bay guy, too. He's a Berkeley guy. My dad was an Oaks fan. He used to play for the Oaks before that long run with uh, the Yankees. It was just a, a perfect fit for him to come home to his home team like that. Absolutely, Ricky. And Billy Ball is, is really a story about Billy Martin, exactly, a, a West Berkeley boy coming home in 1980 and, and rescuing this very sick, unstable A's franchise. I mean, Charlie Finley couldn't stop, survive the economics of free agency, and, and the franchise was decaying bad in Oakland in the late 70s and and Billy arrived when the age future was in limbo. And, yes, Billy Martin will always be connected and remembered as a Yankee, but managing the A's was always in his mind. Dating back to the 60s, Rick, when Billy Martin was a coach in Minnesota, Charlie Finley was – he knew, Billy Martin knew, Charlie Finley was going to bring the Kansas City A's to Oakland. And Billy, even back then in the 60s, always eyed being that Oakland A's manager. He wanted to be the manager of that Oakland A, that club coming to, to Oakland, that American League club coming to Oakland. And uh, he, he certainly uh, did his part and resurrected the franchise. A couple more questions for Dale Tafoya, the new book, Billy Ball, Billy Martin, and the Resurrection of the Oakland A's. Um, it's, I'll tell you a story. When I was in um, Berlin in 1985, and this was when the Berlin Wall was still up, and there was a little hostel I was staying in, and I couldn't have felt more in a foreign country. I was behind the Iron Curtain. But in this hostel was a guy uh, from New York, and he's like, where are you from? And I said, I'm from Oakland. He goes, oh, how could Billy Martin use that four-man rotation? He ruined all their arms. And I'm like, look, I ain't getting in an argument over this right now. But <laughs> you think about Keough and Norris and Langford, these guys, McCaddy, the four-man rotation, we have not seen very much of that since then, Dale. No, no, and and you're right. There is uh, an argument that uh, Billy Martin ruined their arms. That they pitched uh, the eight starting staff pitched 94 complete games in uh, 1980. Ooh. The starting staff pitched 93. Bob Lacey, a reliever, he uh, oddly pitched the complete game number 94. But as I look at this story, Rick, and interview some of these pitchers for the book, is is they did not want to come out of the ma- off the mound. I mean, these players, including players like Ricky Henderson, Mike Norris, the Matt Keos, these players were used to playing in front of 500 fans in 1979. Billy comes in, triples attendance, and all of a sudden. Sports Illustrated is 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 putting the A starting staff on their front cover 
Billy is on the front cover of Time Magazine. The, the starting pitchers, Matt Keel, Rick Langford, Mike Norris, Rick, uh, the, Steve McCaddy, they've never received so much attention in their lives. They did not want to come up out of that mound. And, yes, you could say ultimately it ruined their arms, but this story is about these players that, that received all this unprecedented attention after Billy Martin got there. And Billy knew the only way he was going to win is to have his starters go, all the, go, go the distance. He, Billy Martin did not have a goose gossage like he did in New York. Bob Lacey led the A's and saved in 1980 with six. <laughs> Billy's formula <laughs> was to have his players, uh, his pitchers complete the complete games, and that was the story. And they did not want to come out. They did not want to leave that, that limelight, those A's pitchers. You know, it's. I remember Billy Martin, um, he was – trying to be a born again he was trying to you know there's a guy who liked to drink and so he had a little crucifix under his a's logo on his hat something that was no way that'd be allowed right now but i love the the juxtaposition of here's a guy with a crucifix on his hat you know scooting as much dirt he could onto an umpire during a, a tirade it was really kind of a funny little dichotomy there right and, and this is billy ball rick is, is just a story about uh it wasn't just about Billy Martin's aggressive, unpredictable style of play on the field for the A's. The A's built this Clio Award-winning. I mean, the, Oscar, the Clio Award is like the Oscars for the advertising world. The A's mm-hmm. built this, this Clio Award-winning advertising campaign around the fiery Billy Martin. Uh, Billy Ball, a different brand of baseball. And this whole dream season, this whole Billy Ball, was on the shoulders of this flawed guy. You're exactly right. And before the Nikes ad, Bo Nose and the Michael Jordan ad, just do it, there was Ogilvy and Mathers' trailblazing Billy Ball campaign, where the, for the first time, really, Rick, athletes were acting funny in front of a camera. Yeah, we had that great song. He comes off the bag, cool and slow. Everybody in the park knows he's going to go, Billy Ball. And then he went, why right. is everybody always picking right. on me? That was very, very catchy. Um, yeah. I see that uh, Ken Korak did the forward for the book. He's the voice of the Oakland A's and a guy um, that I knew as a fan and as a colleague as well. He was just on my show uh, a couple of weeks ago. He's the voice of summer. How cool is that that, that Ken did that for you? Uh, Ken is such a class act, and, and this, in this business gets very political. Uh, Rick, as you know, some people uh, could help you, but they don't. You appreciate the, the people that do help you. And I asked Ken, Ken Cork if he do the forward. He immediately said yes, give me a forward within six months, and I'm so ha- happy to have Ken Cork on the front cover of the book with a really great forward because he was just starting his broadcasting career uh, in the late 70s and, cover, and, and covered all Billy Ball. And he was in, in the left field bleachers when the A's were drawing 600 fans uh, doing play-by-play, recording himself, preparing for a legendary broadcasting career himself. Well, I'm really looking forward to reading about this and those Yankee guys you brought over from Cleet Boyer to the great Mickey Morabito, who's still with the team. want to recommend everybody pick up Billy Ball, Billy Martin, and the resurrection of the Oakland A's. You don't have to be an A's fan. You can be a Yankee fan, just a baseball fan. We need some good content right now, and this is not from a reporter. This is from a guy who uh, knows the A's inside and out. Dale, congratulations on the project. Very cool, man. Good to talk to you again, and uh, let's catch up soon. Absolutely. Let's be in touch, and thank you for all your support, Rick, uh, through the years, and uh, I'll have you back as well, brother. Take care. All right. 
Very cool. Thanks, Dale. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Bar. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey. Want a drink? No, thanks. I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You spent over a decade in the Middle East... And I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you I, very I, much. Don't that. interrupt me, please. Thank you. <laughs> what did I just say? Do you know who I am?
be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. Uh, thank you for that. We still have two more hours to go. In the next uh, hour, we're going to have another baseball book called Future Value, co-written by Eric Longerhagen, and he'll join us. Um, some very sad news this morning from the NFL. Tavares Jackson uh, has been killed in a car accident. He was the former second-round pick of the Vikings and spent 10 seasons in the NFL with three teams. This happened in Alabama last night, a single-vehicle accident where he hit a tree and taken to the hospital where he passed away. This is a guy who um, came into the NFL in 06 and spent five seasons in Minnesota, went to the Seahawks and then the Bills, and then went back to the Seahawks. And you might remember in the Super Bowl uh, where he uh, came in in relief of Russell Wilson in the uh, fourth quarter, and that ended up being the game that the Seahawks won the Super Bowl, so he got a ring. Pete Carroll said, quote, Tavares Jackson was a beloved teammate, competitor, and Seahawk. He'll be deeply missed, so heartbroken by the news of his passing and sending our condolences to his family and friends. We love you forever. Um, Jackson had been working as the quarterback coach for um, Tennessee State. He went back to his uh, alma mater, Alabama, to be a graduate assistant a couple of years ago. This is a guy who was a, a huge prospect uh, in Alabama, Montgomery, Alabama. He went to Arkansas, um, didn't work out there. So then he transferred to Alabama State and put them on the map uh, being a second-round pick. But I'll say this about Travaris Jackson. I always we used to talk about him about him on the show. He was all he was no scrub. I mean, he was a starting quarterback for years in this league, and such a um, really talented dual threat as well. Great arm. So he was never a pro bowler, but there were seasons where teams like whether it was Buffalo or um, even Seattle, but especially Minnesota, where who's your quarterbacks? Tavares Jackson. You say, oh, okay, you know. He was he was no joke. He was a good player. But uh, in other words, uh, very, very sad uh, that he's passed away at the age of 36. All thoughts and prayers go out to him and his family. I'm Rick Tittle. We have another two hours together. Come on back. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. 
That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh, my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Oh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you for another two hours. It is my customary time slot, 9 to noon Pacific time. And uh, normally at the downtown San Francisco studios, Dominic Jimenez manning the controls over there. I'm in my house doing this on uh, Skype. Where's the webcam? Uh, Ain't no webcam. Don't need it. It's radio. Um, my darlings, but, um, we are here for you to talk some sports and people have said to me, what's there to talk about? Nothing's happening. There's always something happening in America. There are some countries where you have one, two, three sports. We have a million sports intrigue on and off the pitch, the hardwood, the ice, uh, the field, whatever it is. And, um, I would love to hear from you too. We just have uh, one guest the rest of the two hours. That'll be at 1040 in about a half hour. Eric Longenhagen. Eric Longenhagen. My name is Jan Janssen. I live in Wisconsin. I work in a lumber mill there. The people I meet when I walk down the street. Okay. But uh, we'll talk to him about his new uh, book called Future Value. I think that was a um, Justin Timberlake album. Oh, wait, that's Future Sex. This is different. Maybe it's the sequel to Future Sex. Future Value. We'll talk to him um about that but as always football basketball baseball hockey soccer golf tennis auto racing boxing olympics could have chilled about just checkers rugby cricket there's the tune in app tune in radio which is fantastic there's iheart radio which i heart new york there's stitcher if you need some mending or darning of your socks darn it no twitch right now that's over there in the city i guess dominic could get on twitch and wave but um yeah probably wouldn't work uh then i'd have to be on the air i don't know but no Twitch right now. But we are on CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel, to your cable provider in between the Bulgarian and the Romanian cooking channels somewhere out there. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle on Facebook. There's uh, at Rick Tittle on Twitter. You can write me an email, rick at sportsbyline.com. You can listen through the website, sportsbyline.com. All that great stuff, all one-stop shopping, the Costco. Uh, buy in bulk your sports talk here on Sports Byline. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Flo here with a word that's just weird. Terry cloth. Who exactly is Terry? And why does he get his own fabric? Did he journey below SPF 50? Fight off some weeds and his daffodils? Hmm. How about a word for everyone? Flotection. Yeah, I just made it up. But I'm not making up how great it feels when me and Progressive protect your new home. Ever think of that, Terry? No. Terry only thinks of himself. Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. 
and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912-800-403-5912-800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Your business ideas need room to run wild, but there's no room for error when you're raising the bar. A reliable partner can make a real difference. That's the role of a realtor, an irreplaceable expert who represents your values, a reassuring voice of reason helping you research and reach the right decisions so you can run your business without running the risk. Is your agent a realtor? Look for the R. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey. Oh, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAYLINES are open. It's a house of pain here, so let me jump around a little bit. Um, With nearly all of the sports leagues shut down due to the pandemic, sports betting has come to a halt. Oh, albeit the sport of kings. It's the sport of kings, better than diamond rings. Horse racing is still there. And no fans, but they're riding them horses. And on Saturday at Gulfstream Park, that's down in Hallandale Beach, Florida, a bettor, was like that, it's not better. I'm better than you. No, a bettor, the National Association of Real Tours, a better made history when he won over half a million dollars on a 50-cent bet. That's right. Even the rapper himself was shocked. Fitty. He won $524,966.50. So he got his bet back. That's a profit of 524966 
He's unnamed for obvious reasons. But he won the early pick five, ended up correctly picking the winner of the first five races. Now, as someone who used to practically live at the track when I worked in television as a young guy, starting off as a tape op and then moving into technical director, my days off were midweek. So I'd either have for a while there, I had Tuesday, Thursday, which I asked for. They go, you want split days off? Well, those are the two days I played softball. So I used to have split days off, which meant every day of my life, I was always going to work either that day or tomorrow. And then I'd have Wednesday, Thursday. But my, the point is I would go to Golden Gate Fields and I had a routine. I would go to Noah's Bagels. I would get two bagels with cream cheese because it was going to be my breakfast and my lunch. And I'm a fat guy. And I would go to Golden Gate Fields and I would play the ponies. And my advice to anyone who's doing that is always, always, always go with hunches <laughs> because when I would go and there'd be silver and black silks and I'd be like, ooh, there's my horse or a horse was named like Tricky Ricky. I'm like, oh, that's me or the horse number 12, Ken Stabler. And I never, ever bet on the favorites because you have to spend so much money, bet so much money, I should say, to win anything. All you're going to get. Is basically this is why I don't like blackjack. You know what do you what do you win? You win what you bet unless you get a blackjack. I like big odds, so I like roulette. Now you can say it's a sucker bet, but I love the pick six. I love the pick five, and it's like, what do I have to do here? Just pick the winners of these five straight races or the pick three. I remember doing a, a pick six, and the most I ever got was halfway there. I got the first three. Now, I always used to call this the mafia race. There was always one race every time I went where a long shot won. And I mean, every single day I went to a track, there'd be a 40, 50, 60 to one that would win. And so you, I would always put at least a $5 bet on every long shot if I had the patience for it and it would hit. Then I thought, wow, I'm such a novice. It's all hunches. What if I knew what I was doing? So then I'd buy the racing forum and I'd look to see if it was a Hollendorfer uh, horse, uh, who was the breeder, how old is the filly, uh, who's in the silks, is it Russell Bays, you know, it, looking around, is it Velasquez, you know, who's hot right now, and then I didn't win, nothing, <clears throat> nothing. So the winning horses for this guy in the first five races, and this is a 13-race run-up at Gulfstream, the names of the horses were... I love this. And remember, you take a name of a horse, you usually try to inco you know, incorporate the name of the sire somehow or another. Freddie Soto, Union Lane, He's a Babe, Enzo Express, and Lashara. Now, how could you think, well, even if you do get a pick five, how in the world are you going to make that much money? Well, you have to look at the long shots. Union Lane was 34 to 1 to win. But think about this. Freddie Soto, going to junior high with, his odds, 73 to 1. Now, this guy did exactly what I did. What I would pick, I would pick, you know, if it was a pick five, I'd pick four favorites and then a ridiculous horse. And, <laughs> and that's what he did. So the payout is the fifth highest 50 cent pick five 
in North American history. Wow, there's been four more higher than that. This is um, from Ed DeRosa, who is the director of marketing for brisnet.com. It's a horse racing info site for handicappers. I also never liked that word as well, if you're a handicapper, whatever it is in sports. It's just, uh, I don't know, there's a different denotation, connotation. The winnings are also the third highest for a non-jackpot, too. So if you think about um, the uh, analysts and experts and former and current Vegas bookmakers and these proven computer sims, you'll never get uh, lucky like that <clears throat> unless you just get lucky. 1-800-878-PLAY. Um, another story that I saw as well uh, over the weekend was that Kyle Larson, the NASCAR driver, and if you're wondering if he's ever been on my show, I'm just going to assume yes because I've had every NASCAR driver, which I'm proud of. But for the second straight week, there's been controversy. You might remember that there was a driver with Blue Emu who said, I quit this stupid video game, and then Blue Emu dropped him on Twitter. We want drivers, not quitters. Well, yesterday, Easter Sunday, once again, NASCAR star driver Kyle Larson was on Twitch during an iRacing event, and he lost communication with his spotter at one point, and he's trying to check his microphone, and he said, you can't hear me, N-word. Yeah, and this video has been captured, and it's gone viral. And then so another driver heard it, and he said, Kyle, you're talking to everyone, bud. So NASCAR has suspended Larson indefinitely. Quote, NASCAR has made diversity and inclusion a priority and will not tolerate the type of language used by Kyle Larson during Sunday's iRacing event. And our member conduct guidelines are clear in this regard, and we will enforce these guidelines to maintain an inclusive environment for our industry and fan base. In addition, Chip Ganassi Racing, they've suspended him without pay, Larson. They say we are extremely disappointed by what Kyle said last night during an iRacing event. The words he chose to use are offensive and unacceptable. As of this moment, we are suspending Kyle without pay while we work through this situation with all appropriate parties. So this is this thing, this iRacing, you might want to get rid of it. <laughs> it's, it's bad. Now here's the thing, which is weird. Larson is half Japanese. He is the only, did you know that? He's the only active NASCAR driver of Japanese descent, and he participated in NASCAR's Drive for Diversity program as he made his way through the ranks. So, yeah, Bubba Wallace did a rage quit. But right now, Larson is in his seventh full year in NASCAR. Um, he's only 27 years old. He's a, as I said, he's a young star. He has six career cup victories coming off a sixth-place finish in the standings last year. He is one of the top drivers. But I'm so naive at times because I always think people don't really use the N-word because I didn't grow up around it. And I think, nah, that's just in movies, right? And then you hear things like this or with Riley Cooper when he was on the Eagles. And you're like, people really say that, huh? White people really say that? And it just shows, of course they do. I'm so naive. It was like when I always thought anti-Semitism was just Nazis or just in the movies. And then I worked in TV the entire decade of the 90s. And I 
worked with all these guys from New York and Boston and the anti-Semitism these guys had. And I'm like, really? I know. I'm so naive. I'm a babe in the woods. So NASCAR, maybe don't do that anymore. These guys, uh, so far, they can't handle it. <laughs> Rick Tittle will come on back uh, on Sports Byline. <laughs> recognize myself anymore I'm really worried about him his addiction I haven't seen him like this ever hey look I, I never wanted to start using I, I knew the drill but I was out of options I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop I, I'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. 
tittle always goes commando. All right, welcome back to the show. Just about halfway through, almost at the halfway point. Coming up uh, in the next segment at 1040, uh, author Eric Longenhagen, and the book is called Future Value. It's about baseball that he's co-written with uh, ESPN's Kylie McDaniel. We'll talk then. News from the NBA. <clears throat> there have still been no determinations, obviously, when uh, the NBA season will at least attempt to finish the regular season or just go straight to the playoffs. And Commissioner Adam Silver has said the league can't make any decisions until May at the earliest anyway. Uh, out here in California, we got word. Remember, we had to shelter in place until April 7th, we were told. And that was a three-week stint. You think, geez, Louise, three weeks. Well, now it's May 15th. So we have more than a month to go there. Hopefully we'll all see on the other side of this. But so the NBA can't make any decisions in April. And there have been many proposed plans as, you know, how the season could resume once given the all clear and whether that's in one city or not or go straight to the playoffs. But last night, uh, ESPN's Brian Windhorst reported that executives and trainers have been discussing a 25-day plan to resume the season. He said what they're looking at is a 25-day return to basketball window. Hopefully at some point they can enact it. An 11-day series of individual workouts, and then there'd be social distancing for a period of time. And then hopefully, if the clearance comes, that they can play five-on-five basketball, a 14-day training camp. Um. And so, listen, there's still, you know, people, there aren't enough tests to go around. <clears throat> I was actually offered through one uh, healthcare provider, I was uh, offered a test and I declined it because um, I think it should go to people who think they may have it right now. Knock on wood, I don't think I do. But people who have high fever, why, why would I take a test away from somebody who might have it? Now, if if they were willy-nilly, then they're like, yeah, okay, I'll take it, but I'm not going to take it. So these are these NBA players, should they get special treatment? Well, if they're entertaining the masses, as we get more and more testing kits in, maybe it makes a little bit more sense. But it's now been more than a month since the NBA shut down. And a lot of players sequestered in their homes. They don't have access to basketball courts or facilities. I would think most of these NBA players have at least – a basketball court in their backyard, if not their own personal gym. So it makes sense that teams wouldn't simply be able to resume business as usual once everything's deemed safe, if it is. So the 25-day estimate is kind of a dose of reality that maybe some have not been thinking about. I mean, this means if the NBA can resume activities at the beginning of June, then they wouldn't play any games until July. So at this point, I think it seems unlikely that they'll be able to resume the regular season. And listen, <clears throat> most teams have about 15 games left. It varies from 13 to 16. So going to directly to a playoffs in an effort to crown a champion would not be ridiculous. And I don't know what the postseason is going to look like, best of three or adding new teams, what have you. And people have suggested an eight-team playoff with, 
you know, best of threes. And I think it's interesting to go with the March Madness style. That's never, by the way, it's never going to happen. They're not going to have single elimination. It's just not going to happen when that goes down. But uh, as Silver said, they can't make any plans until the nation knows what they want to do. Also in the NBA, the Chicago Bulls, you think, well, what could they do right now during this crisis? And their answer is uh, a lot. Because this morning, they fired Gar Foreman, the general manager. He was, he's been general manager since 2009, but he's been with the organization for 22 years. Gar Foreman um, was a uh, scout. He was director of player personnel. And he did have a little bit of success in the early days. As GM, he was named NBA Executive of the Year in 2011. They made it to their for they made it to the postseason in each of his first seven seasons as GM, but they have struggled in recent years. We know that not a legitimate title contender. They've missed the playoffs three of the last four years. Um, we're not counting this year. And Foreman has been on the receiving end of his fair share of criticism for lousy draft picks and. No one wants to go to the Bulls as a free agent anymore, so I guess they felt it was time. So Jerry Reinsdorf, Mr. Chicago Sports, you know, he owns the White Sox as well, said, quote, Gar Foreman worked tirelessly for the Chicago Bulls organization, first as a scout and then as an executive. He made many significant contributions during his time here and helped to bring some of the brightest young basketball talent to our team, from Derrick Rose, Joachim Noah, and Taj Gibson to Jimmy Butler and Kobe White. He has been a trusted advisor and friend to me over the years. On behalf of everyone, I want to thank him for his commitment to the organization. Gar will always be a part of the Bulls family. End quote. So, um, listen, that's not how he wanted it to end, but Foreman said, it has been an honor and a privilege to work for the Chicago Bulls for more than two decades. There is no better ownership group in professional sports than the Reinsdorfs. And I want to thank Jerry and Michael for their support during my tenure. The Bulls organization will always hold a special place in my heart. So who's in charge now? Well, John Paxson. Don't pass the ball to Whitey. That's what one book said. John Paxson will be moving into his new role as senior advisor of basketball ops. Now, he's been in the front office for 17 years, and this is after playing with them for 10 years. He said, when I came here in 1985, I never imagined what the Bulls would mean to me more than 35 years later. Well, I'm in a new role in a new phase of my life, but whatever changes my commitment to the Bulls and appreciation to Jerry and Michael for the incredible opportunities I've been afforded, I truly believe this is a great opportunity for the Bulls organization. There are bright days ahead. Blah, 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 blah. Well, the Bulls hired former Denver Nuggets GM Arturis Karnasovas as executive vice president of basketball ops. And they'll also have to make a decision regarding their head coach, Jim Boylan, because they're going to want to bring in their new hire. Remember, that guy's kind of a fire and brimstone type of guy. All right. 1-800-878-PLAY. Let's go to New York City with Charlie. What's going on, my man? Rick, how are you, my friend? Um, just wanted to call you. were talking to the guy who wrote Billy Ball, and that uh, had a trip down memory lane because that's when I started rooting for the A's. Back in, so actually, technically, my first year of rooting for them was 1979, where I think they lost like 107 games, something 
of that ilk. And uh, I, I just remember when Billy, I was excited when Billy came and, and that, that, that poor pitching staff. I mean, uh, my favorite player back then, and obviously, you know, back in the late seventies, early eighties, you didn't have ESPN. In fact, I didn't get the A score until like two days later because my father would buy the post or the daily news and they would always, he would always get the early edition. So I wouldn't know the score until two days later. Um, right. But Mike, Mike Norris, I remember, I think he won 21, 22 games that year. Uh, in 19, in fact, I do recall that uh, Brian Kingman lost 20 games that year in 1980. Almost an accident here. In some, in hey, you got to do the Dustin Hoffman. I'm walking here. Yeah, I'm walking. Um, uh, so anyway, I just, I, I, I really like that team. I mean, Mitchell Cage was another player I really, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of players on that team. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they, Matt Keogh, yeah, they all those guys. And you'll um, remember Brian Kingman, who did not have a great career. He did throw a no-hitter. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize that. I, I, I just recall him going. I remember for the longest time he had, like, 20 losses. And uh, for no one, uh, no one matched that for a number. I think someone from the Mets might have done it. Uh, uh-huh. 20, you know, someone much later. Um, and the other number I remember back then, I think Matt Keogh had lost, like, 14 or 15 games in a row uh, in 79. I think he went like 2-17 and 17 or 2-18. and 18. I just, just these flashbacks to, and you know, then they had the young players like Henderson and, and Tony Armas. And, uh, but anyway, I didn't, I had no questions other than, I, it would be selfish of me to hope that the NBA doesn't resume, so then the Warriors would be the reigning Western Conference. <laughs> would it because I'm, I, you know, there's some sports like football. The Raiders can win one game, and I'm passionate about the sport, and I'm, I'm full, you know, fully invested. In right. Basketball. I'm a fair weather fan. If the Warriors aren't good, I'm not invested. Yeah. No, I hear you. Hey, Charlie, I got to run to a break, man. Be careful out there right. on the avenues, right. man. Watch where you're good going. Now. But thanks for the call, my friend. Take care. Take care, Rick. All right. Yeah, it's kind of like during the strike. Uh, season in baseball, they're like the Blue Jays are champs for another year, and it's like eh, it doesn't really work that way. Come on back, we'll talk a little baseball. A new book, Future Value. Imagine this is your money, and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money, and guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash, and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. 
If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you so much. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces. And it's our pleasure to welcome author Eric Longenhagen. His new book that he has co-written with Kylie McDaniel is called Future Value, The Battle for Baseball Soul and How Teams Will Find the Next Superstar. And it is uh, coming out tomorrow. Uh, from Triumph Books. Eric, thanks for being on the show. And are we starting to get away from analytics and maybe getting back to the old school radar gun, eyeball test, you can't measure the heart type of thing? Because as we've kind of seen, you can't just have one or the other. It has to be this elusive mix of analytics and eyeball test, right? Yeah, I think what's happened is that a lot of the old wisdom has eventually been confirmed by something concrete and mathematical or scientific in some way. And so some of the stuff that data analysts in baseball front offices haven't yet been able to prove, uh, but that scouts are pretty resolute actually exists. Uh, I think now like the industry is starting to 
lend some credence to some of the old wisdom. Uh, you know, there's still a tussle going on between, you know, it's not like an ideological one, but just, but it really a monetary one. Uh, scouts travel a lot. They, they eat, you know, they, they have, they enjoy the occasional cocktail and doing that on your team's expense account is becoming a thing that teams are less and less open to when they think they can recreate some 80 to 90% facsimile of what the scout will tell you with data alone, where the radar technology doesn't, you know, incur expenses on planes and in cars. So scouts are still in trouble from, from a like job security standpoint long-term. But I do think to see the entire picture, it's important to have them around. And some of the teams that just have deep, deep pockets, like the Dodgers, uh, they're just wanting to employ a giant staff of scouts, benefit from having that extra 10% that comes from that gut feel and understanding a player's makeup and will and, uh, and they're willing to pay for it, but other teams increasingly are not. So it's a little bit of a mix. You know, <clears throat> you tell me what you think about if these days are gone or not. And I remember uh, in the 90s, the, the Giants had a guy named William Van Landingham. He was a pitcher out of the University of Kentucky. And the story on him was he was drafted. There was a scout at one of his college games. He didn't get into the game. He just saw him do a bullpen, and he said, draft this kid. And he played in the bigs for like five years. It was a very prescient job by the scout. But I would imagine now when you sit down in a draft war room, even with 40 rounds, and you say, well, I saw him throw a side session, somebody would be like, well, where's the Excel spreadsheet on this guy? Like, are those days gone where a scout can look at a guy and be like, yeah, he'll be in the big someday? I think, yeah, that level... That level of analysis where it's just like, hey, my gut tells me this, and that's the extent of what uh, is driving your opinion, that is definitely gone. Some of it, too, comes from the player's side. We see so much of them now collectively dating back to when even the college prospects are in high school that by the time someone's a college junior, you probably have five or six years' worth of looks at that player as an org even high school seniors have probably been playing high-profile travel ball tournaments for at least two, three years before they're drafted. And so, yeah, there is just so much info, be it eyeball, scouting reports, or data, that ends up uh, driving a player's report that the, the old, like, Toe Nash story that Peter Gammons wrote about one of the Rays scouts Find, like seeing a little league player, then coming back years later and finding him playing in like a men's sugarcane league, like those days are long, long gone. We now have so much uh, knowledge and info about these players, um, but uh, the closest that we'll get to what, the situation that you described is probably what's going to happen this year because there, you know, we missed basically an entire spring worth of games because of the pandemic leading up to this year's draft. And so for the first time in a long time that we just don't have a fi the final year's worth of data and performance and looks at, at players uh, leading up to the draft for flying more blind now that as an industry than we have been in the 12 years I've been doing this, certainly. Well, that's what I was going to ask. I mean, this draft, which is supposed to be five rounds, um, maybe 10, but definitely five. And I think it's smart to have a draft. You don't want to miss an entire year 
but you figure that these guys are all going to be top prospects, even if you only have tape on a kid's uh, you know, junior year in high school. And the other thing is signability. Um, you're going to have to check to make sure that everybody wants to sign and not take their college scholarship. So listening to you, these teams are not as handcuffed as we might think. There's enough on them to get through five rounds with some pretty confident picks. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, over the last couple of weeks, think about what we missed. And we basically missed March, April, and May of this season. During that three-month span, are there a handful of pitchers who would have come out throwing harder than they, they did last fall? Uh, yes. Are there a few high school prospects who popped up in a uh, warm weather climate uh, in February who the industry would have liked to have seen more consistently for the last three months of the year to, to better inform their opinion of those players? Yes. But other than those two groups of players, we're pretty, we're pretty well set as an industry on, on what it is we're doing. Um, five rounds is not a lot. You know, it's one-eighth of the original – amount. Um, I, I think you're absolutely right. You have to gauge everyone's signability precisely. There's no room for error on that. You can't say, ah, oh, well, we mis we misgaged our fourth rounder signability. We'll offer him, you know, this. We'll we'll get a comp pick next year. We'll sign somebody else on day three of the draft to make up for that pool space. No big deal. Like, no, that doesn't exist anymore. You have to sign everyone that you draft this year. Uh, because you just have so few fishing rods in the in the pond. So, um, yeah, there are definitely weird corner case things that are going to happen in 2020. The college talent in 21, 22, 23 is probably going to be, you know, very robust because of the effects of having just five rounds in this year's draft. It means all these players are either going to stay or go to college uh, who ordinarily would have signed. And so that's going to create some long-term impact for the sport and maybe give college baseball a boost as far as fan interest goes over the next couple of years. That'll be interesting to see, too. A couple more questions for Eric Longenhagen, co-author of Future Value. Just indulge me here for a second. Let's say uh, a Major League Baseball team comes to you and says, we, we love you at Fangraphs. We love the book. We'd like you to be our personnel director. How would you personally go about assessing talent what would be maybe your your i'm putting you on the spot here but what would be maybe a couple of your key points for assessing talent yeah so uh we we dive pretty deep into this in the book kylie and i have either worked for teams or uh had offers from teams to leave the public sector to go work in some capacity of pro or amateur scouting um yeah i we'd have a hybridized approach definitely uh mix of data and scouts, the way I structure the scouting staff is such that uh, there are scouts in Florida and Arizona watching lower-level players, you know, these are 17, 18, 19, 20-year-olds who are on the spring training complexes basically playing scrimmages most of the summer and then rookie-level baseball um, during the dog days, have scouts in Florida and Arizona seeing the early parts of the career and then have scouts seeing a handful of orgs top to bottom in full-season affiliates, so low A, high A, double A, triple A. So we have multiple sets of eyes on players as they traverse the system, but scouts are seeing players long enough that they have real familiarity with them, multi-year familiarity. So you're getting some cross-pollination of opinion, 
um, on an individual player as they travel the ladder because you have multiple scouts seeing them. But there's still long enough time for an individual scout to have a real history with the player, uh, which I think better enables you to gauge things like makeup, work habits, off-field character, stuff that is important but tough to, to quantify, period, and certainly tough to understand uh, in just a short look at the player. And I think that, you know, we talk we go in-depth about that in the book, about how we structure our hypothetical scouting staff. If, you know, Portland has an expansion team and says, hey, you lunatics, come run our team, uh, this is how we'd go about doing it. Yeah, it's got to be a mix for me. Want to employ scouts. Uh, think that what they have to say is valuable even as it shifts and uh, typically what they be opining on is more and more occupied by data. I still think that there's plenty of room for, for scouts. Last question for you. It, it, as you were saying, teams like the Dodgers and Yankees and Red Sox, they have all this cash. Now the Red Sox are trying to cut back this year in a big way, but yeah. you know, I look at my Oakland A's. I mean, last year they, or whatever year before they draft Kyler Murray and he actually does sign so they don't get compensation, but they're like, ah, it doesn't matter. We wish him the best. And I remember talking with their GM, David Forrest, about calling up uh, Lazardo and Puck and you know, maybe trying to do a Chris Bryant with them and get an extra year. And he's like, we never cared about that here. So would you have to look at the front office and the ownership and see how aggressive they are, how much money they have to spend? Or would you think it would be more of a challenge to work with a penny-pinching team like Tampa Bay or Oakland? It's certainly more of a challenge. I suppose – you know, if I were offered the opportunity to to run a team at that level, first of all, God bless the team that decides <laughs> to offer me that sort of position. Uh, it's quite a leap to make from what I'm doing now to to running a team operation. Um, but uh, but yeah, like most most sports owners have a lot of money, and the their their teams should theoretically be their billion dollar playthings that do well, you know, for the public trust. Um, it's something interesting for all of us to follow and uh, enjoy as an escape from our day-to-day. But the truth is that a lot of them are, are run like businesses and are treated like profit centers rather than, uh, you know, like a billionaire's plaything that they should just be pumping money in for the greater good. And it does create like a microcosm of a lot of labor issues that we're facing globally and in the United States today where like baseball players and football players and pro athletes in general, um, except for minor league baseball players, they're paid pretty well. Um, and ultimately like we shouldn't really worry about it, but it does like a, it, it is, like I said, a microcosm of labor issues where they are underpaid relative to what they are worth and what they're generating for their team. Um, and so we have to find a way to talk about that, that it is constructive for us societally I'd rather work for the Dodgers or the Yankees than the A's, but I think it's absolutely incredible what the A's have done to stay competitive for more or less the last 20 years, even though they're in the situation that they're in. And I would certainly like be honored to, to siphon some of the knowledge from the people who have been able to do something like that. But if you ask me all things equal, would I rather work for a team that is going to keep my pockets lined so that I can go – do this, that, and the other internationally and with free agency. And, uh, like, I'd rather work for that team. But, yeah, it's certainly right. amazing what Tampa and Oakland have been able to do. 
Very cool. Thanks for answering these questions. That's the co-author of the new book, Future Value, The Battle for Baseball's Soul and How Teams Will Find the Next Superstar. It is Eric Longenhagen, which he's written with ESPN's Kylie McDaniel. Great stuff, man. Congratulations on the book. And I'm, I feel like I'm your agent trying to get you a job in the bigs. Uh, Thank well, you so, <laughs> so much. Yeah, it's amazing that it comes out tomorrow. I'd forgotten that tomorrow was the release day because I'd forgotten what day today was. So yeah, I don't know who else is in the same boat, but everyone <laughs> hang in there. All right, good stuff. Thank you very much. We've been speaking with Eric Longenhagen. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Pilot. even recognize myself anymore i'm really worried about him his addiction i haven't seen him like this ever hey look i, I never wanted to start using I, I knew the drill but i was out of options i, I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop I, i'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health 
health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You're so ugly you could be a modern art masterpiece. sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. All right, great. We have one hour left. Open lines the whole way. Four years ago today, the Warriors won their 73rd game, their final home game, and I went to that game. I was feeling kind of poopy because I had this mortal toothache pain. I ended up getting a root canal the next day, but I stood behind the press box bench and I saw the confetti. I just I had to be there for that 73rd win. And then I was there for Game 7 when they lost the championship. Okay. Four years ago. Seems like yesterday. We will come back with another hour. Just your calls. See you in a second.